views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the hosts and creators of this program. This is the Pet Buzz. This is the Pet Buzz. Freshly collected with news, celebrity pet gossip, and the latest pet trends. The Pet Buzz gives you the latest 411 on everything pet related. Everything pet related. Hosted by pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. And here's the Dynamic, Dynamic pet, pet Duo. This week on the Pet Buzz, we're celebrating the holidays with our pets. Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Kwanzaa, as well as Feliz Navidad. Whether you celebrate, enjoy your holiday with your pets. So don't miss out. Schedule your pet picks with Santa. I did it with Cherry Hill Programs. Looking for perfect or bark-worthy gifts? The Arnold sisters are here from the Doggington and Caddington Post to share the best pet presents. Do you decorate your house with holiday cheer and plants? Find out which plants can be toxic to your pets. We are sharing our top 10 established holiday traditions. Will you share with us? Good morning. I'm pet trendologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. You're listening to the Pet Buzz, the ultimate in pet talk radio, where we want to help you take better care of your pets. We welcome our listeners who tune in each week from around the world. Are you thinking that it's too early for Christmas? I know you mentioned it was a little early for Christmas, Andrew, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a little early. But you know what? We want to get you pet prepared for the holidays. If you think about it, there's only 19 more days to Christmas. That's crazy. I know. So it's not really such a long period away. Right, nope. Dr. Flux? Absolutely. Well, now let's get ready and kick off the show with some celebrity pet news. So do you guys know who Joanna Gaines is? No. Nope. Joanna Gaines is she's the fixer upper with her husband. They have like a million kids. Oh, well, she okay, yeah. just dropped the cutest Christmas collection for pets at Target. The former HGTV star just launched an adorable assortment of pet items from her hearth and hand with Magnolia line at Target. Just in time for Christmas, the modern farmhouse holiday pet collection has everything your dog wants this December, but in looks, you're going to love. Hmm. So keep your fairy friend warm with a on wintertime walks with a knit sweater, a Sherpa line jacket, a trapper hat. For some reason, everyone loves those trapper hats. Hmm. Or one of the sweet scarves, which comes in green and red plaid, or a pretty fair all print. Both are versatile enough to wear even after the calendar changes in January. You can also now match your fur baby on Christmas morning when you pick up these pajamas for dogs, kids, and grownups. Your clan may only break them out for the present time, but we have a feeling your pup will want to wear them until the spring. Now, here's the thing. I already went on Target to buy a few pieces of this line. Guess what? What? Most of it was sold out. (laughs) (laughs) especially the really cute pet bed. So let's move forward with our global news block. Well, according to PWC, Mm -hmm. which of course is PricewaterhouseCoopers, one of the big four international accounting firms, their research indicates that some 70% of American households own a pet, driving annual spending of $70 billion as indicated in 2017. Wow. Millennials, the largest pet-owning consumer segment, own 35% of all pets, and half of them buy gifts for their pets at least once a month. And that can even include like the subscriptions like BarkBox and, you know, sure. other subs- and, and toys. You know, high-earning millennials, those who make 70 grand in annual household income, told the firm's representatives that they will spend $183 on the average, while millennial parents spend $141, cheapies. Consumers overall will spend, cheapies, $67 bucks That's a lot of each money. on their pets this holiday season. So imagine if we spent $67 on each pet this oh, holiday yeah. season. Oh, yeah. Times eight? Times eight. Oh, That's my. a lot of money. That's a lot of money, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well- so that's, we're talking about how much so we're going to be spending, so how much so you're planning cheap. on spending. Well, that, that means people aren't being that cheap. I mean, $67. Times eight? Yeah, times eight. Okay. I mean, you know, a lot of people spend more than that. Though. By the time you buy a coat, a jacket, toys, bowls. And- I guess that's why I didn't have eight children. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. But they're still costing you money. Okay. So we want to know. Post your answer on our Pet Buzz social media channels, please. 
So Andrew, how much are you going to spend on your pet? Probably like 10 bucks. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> My kind of guy. That's okay. Okay, so I love this story. So do you have an issue with your cat climbing up your Christmas tree? Been there, done that. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, not anymore. A company in the UK called Argus has released a very special Christmas tree this year. It's sure to disappoint even the craftiest of pets. I present to you the half parasol Christmas tree. Check out the pictures on our social media channels. It really, it looks like a tree with a shaved trunk. Hmm. So in other words, think about it like this. The triangle top is shaped, you know, the greenery tree, and it sits on a skinny stem. So this is the product description. Keep your perfectly placed baubles, bows, and bells out of reach of curious crawling kids or cats' playful paws <laughs> with this six-foot parasol tree. If Santa had been extra generous, there's plenty of room to stack prezies underneath rather than scattering them around. It also is a great alternative to the traditional tree if you're a tad tight for space. Unfortunately... Argos doesn't currently deliver to the U.S., but you can always remove some of the branches on your standard tree. Other options include cutting your tree in half and dangling it from the ceiling mm. or flipping your tree completely upside down and hanging it from the ceiling. So those are options. Well, huh? people just have gotten really crafty. I mean, how many... Didn't you tell me a story about how your cat knocked down the Christmas tree? So I said, been there, done that. Yeah. What happened? And it was a big tree. We had a big cathedral ceiling this was probably like a 10 foot tree oh no 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 this was probably 18 to 20 foot wow 18 to 20 foot that came crashing down oh and all the ornaments but he just climbed on it climbed in it oh and up it in it and up it and then jiggled it and down it came and down it came did he get hurt no no (laughs) not even a little Come on, just a little bit get hurt after all the work I had to do to put it back up again. Yeah, well, you know, that's why, like, I always put an X pen around our tree so they can't drink the water. The cat, But, you know, the funny thing is our cat, Hayden, never climbs up the Christmas tree. He is so not interested in that tree. He's afraid of you. Probably. Probably. That's probably what it is. He's probably afraid that I'll, like, freak out going yes. up the Christmas yes. tree. Yes, yes. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. He's mm-hmm. afraid of me. Well, anyway, people have just gotten really crafty. A lot of people like now, I know a few people who have cats, they have anchors, Andrew, in the ceiling, and they actually string up the tree from the top. Like, you know, they have an anchor in the ceiling yeah. and they have a string so that the tree can't get tipped over. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Really, people have gotten crafty. So what do you have? What do you got? What's last for us in this segment? And lastly, have you thought about adopting a new pet for Christmas? Well, that's not an option for us. Not for us, no. <laughs> no. But we'll help all you kind people that go out and do adopt a pet. Uh-huh. Far from dismissing the idea, animal welfare groups now support the idea of getting a pet for Christmas. So we have some changes in attitudes. Mm-hmm. So long as it's done the right way. With less than a month to go before Christmas Day, start by talking to your family about acquiring a pet. So you know, start talking to your a, family. And I think that's a great start so it can be a family project. Mm-hmm. So then check out the local shelters and meet with the adoption counselors. Yeah, because people don't realize. They think, oh, I'm going to go pick up a pet today. It's not like that. They interview you. They want to see your driver's license. They want to make sure you can have a pet where you live. Yeah, yeah. And then make sure you can afford a pet. Think about grooming, vet cost. Pet sitting, boarding, toys, nutrition, using the proper nutrition levels. You know, I'm actually really glad that you brought that up because a lot of people get these pets and they really cannot afford them. How many times do you deal with clients who cannot afford to treat their pet? They adopt and then they can't afford it. And then the pet returns to the shelters. Exactly. Okay. And then what else do you have to do? Make a list. Uh-huh. Of, of the right pet care equipment. Right. Buy it then. Okay, that's good. And also, I think about, you know, I think it's always, I always suggest when people buy a dog or a cat to get a book. Yep. To get a book on Amazon, a dog or cat care book and a training book. So they so they will know what is expected because far too many times people don't know the right equipment to get for their dog. You know, cat. part of that too is then get, getting an idea for a schedule for your new four-legged 
family member. Mm -hmm. And don't forget to make a veterinary appointment. Oh, and you know what? That's really key. I'm glad you brought that up too, obviously, because you're a veterinarian, but that's really key because you want to make sure you're getting a healthy pet right from the start. You're bringing a healthy pet. And by having that vet appointment, you're protecting not only the health of your pet, but your family members too. And get as much history as you can, medical history about the pet from the shelters, et cetera. Okay. So if you adopt, you can help save a life, of Mm -hmm. course. And if you buy a pet, Buy one from a reputable breeder and meet with him or her at their home. Good point. We wish you luck and love with your new pet this holiday season. That's really nice, Dr. Fleck. So we're going to take a commercial break and be back in a pet buzz worthy moment. Stay tuned. Listening to the Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We love to communicate with you via social media. Use the Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and our buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. There are thousands of dogs and cats housed in shelters that need your help. Local shelter professionals and volunteers give their heart and soul to help unwanted animals and deserve your support. Americans give millions every year to national animal organizations. But unless you give to your local shelter, you can't be sure that money will make it to the pets that need it most. Adopt, volunteer, and give to your local animal shelter. To find your local shelter, go to humaneforpets.org. Is frightful, but the fire is so delightful. Since there's no place to go, let us know, let us know, let us know. Thank you for joining us on the Pet Buzz this morning. This show is hosted by the dynamic pet duo. I'm pet trendologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. You know, we enjoy being with you each week talking pets. Well, you know, taking kids to see Santa during the holidays is an annual tradition, but now you can share the joy of meeting the man in the red suit with your fur kids, too. (laughs) Pet pictures with Santa can be fun and magical, can be a really great way to kickstart your holidays, not to mention that Santa pet photos make the best holiday cards. You know, I just got my picture taken with Santa yesterday, Hmm. me and the pets. That'll be interesting. It will be. So joining us today to talk photos with Santa is Cherry Hill, Santa Wrangler, Ruth Rosenquist. Ruth, thank you for joining the Pet Buzz this morning. Thank you for inviting me. Okay, tell me about Cherry Hill Programs. I'd be happy to. Cherry Hill Programs is an experiential photo operator that creates holiday magic for the young and the young at heart and pets. We operate in hundreds of shopping and entertainment destinations across the U.S. and Canada during the Christmas season, and we have innovative technology to capture those perfect poses. Okay, well, you know, it's so interesting because I just wrote a piece about holiday traditions, and uh, actually, Dr. Fleck and I are going to talk about that later in the show, holiday traditions that you can share with your pet, but, you know, it's interesting because so many holiday traditions have fallen to the wayside over the years. You know, one is, for example, getting dressed up at Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving dinner, but the one great thing about Christmas is that pictures with Santa hasn't. So why do you think people still want to take pictures of their family, whether it's their two-legged or four-legged kids or fur kids with Santa? Well, I can tell you that Santa and his legend bring the magic of Christmas um, every year. Um, Santa photos are a time-honored tradition that passes down from generation to generation. In fact, many families bring their album of photo memories from over the years when they arrive to see Santa. Well, I probably know the answer to this question I'm going to ask you, but what about pets? Why do people want to have pictures with Santa and their pets? Well, as we know, pets (laughs) are members of the family, too, and their owners are eager to capture fun holiday memories. 
with Santa. I think it's great. I mean, I'm really excited about it. I, actually, my clients would rather have pictures with their pets than with their kids. I think that's true. You know what's really interesting, Ruth? A lot of times if Dr. Fleck and I go to a dinner party or we're at a cocktail party, they never show pictures of no. their kids. They always show, show pictures, pictures of, of their, their pets. pets. And it's just the joy that they have. You know what I mean? It's like probably because the pets don't ask for anything. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, if you've just joined us, we're talking with Ruth Rosenquist, the ultimate Santa <laughs> Wrangler for Cherry Hill Programs. And we're talking about pictures with Santa. Well, Ruth, we recently read that you all at Cherry Hill offer a Santa school, a place where Santas can train up for the holiday season. Now, part of that training program, is there a, is there pet training too? Absolutely. You're very right. We have, we hold Santa University every year to, in order to ramp up for the season. And our authentic Santas are trained how to pose for the perfect photo with pets. It does require a little skill and sometimes a lot of patience, especially if you've got more than one pet with you. Oh, boy. Well, my Santa was good because <laughs> I brought all my English toy spaniels. Ruth, you're going to have to see the picture. The other thing I want to make sure we get from Ruth is a picture of the Santa school so all so we can post that so you all at home can see Santa's at school. I've seen pictures, and it's great. Andrew, Doc, all the Santas with the beards and the red shirts and the grease. It's amazing. And with Santa's little helpers, too. And with Santa's little helpers. Okay, so um, next question. What pet tips can you offer for pet owners who want to get their dog or cat photographed with Santa Claus? What should they do? Well, you don't have to schedule an appointment. Generally, um, pet nights are held after our regular um public hours on a Monday or a Sunday evening. Well, we're going to also put up the hours so everybody who listens can know where you can get your pic your pet pictures with Santa taken. So yep, we'll make absolutely. sure that's New York and Florida. But you know, when we think about pets, what mm -hmm. do we think about? We think about cats and dogs. How about any other pets being photographed these days? Great question, Dr. Fleck. Yes, you're absolutely right. Santa's most popular guests are dogs and cats, but Santa's also had an occasional llama. He's seen miniature <laughs> horses. He's even seen parrots. Wow. No peacocks nope. like the airlines? You know, I think we have had a peacock. <laughs> How about a pot belly pig? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> That's so funny. So what's the typical pet photo package? You know, is it like a few pictures? Did you get a DVD? What does it cost? Okay, yes. So a typical photo package um, could either be prints from wallets to three by fives and five by seven, or we have a new digital package this year um, that you can use those digital photos to make greeting cards or post um, that gorgeous picture on Instagram. Well, I think we've excited our listening audience and they're going to want to get out and Get their Santa When they pictures. see my pictures <laughs> with Santa, they're going to be so excited. I'm going to say one last thing. I think it's a great idea like I did. I dressed up my pets in ugly sweaters. So antlers, Santa Claus outfits, there are some really great things that you can and do. And you know, it's it not too early. Up. It's not too early to do it. My bug man came yesterday and he says, Doc, I got to show you this. And he had Santa and he had Mrs. Santa and their dog right in the middle. Right. And that's Sheltie. all he wanted to talk about. The Sheltie, the Bugman Didn't want to Sheltie. clean my place, but he showed me all his pictures. <laughs> typical, typical. But at least it was pictures with Santa. Well, Ruth, thank you so much for joining us today. Tell us where we can learn more. Give us your website. Well, you know, the best place to go see some inspirational photos of Santa with pets is on our Facebook or Instagram, and that would be at My Holiday Moment. My holiday moments. Well, thank yeah. you so much for providing me with a holiday <laughs> moment. I'm going to make sure you get my picture. <laughs> thank you. I look forward to it. And let's just remind everybody that that was Ruth Rosenquist from Cherry Hill Programs. She's discussing pet pictures with Santa. So up next, we are going to be with the Arnold Sisters of the Dogginton and Cattenton Post about the best dog and cat gifts. Now that's a segment not to be missed. I agree. Santa baby, 
to slip the table under the tree for me. Warmer temperatures mean more time outside. You have sunscreen for yourself, but what about Fido? According to the American Animal Hospital Association and the American College of Veterinary Dermatology, pets need sunscreen too. Use EpiPet Sun Protector, the only FDA-approved pet sunscreen on short-haired, light-colored, hairless, golden retrievers, and other dogs susceptible to skin cancer. Contained in a sports bottle, EpiPet allows you to turn the bottle upside down, making it easier to spray your dog all over to protect your dog from the sun all day and every day. Visit epi-pet.com. Hang all the mistletoe, I'm gonna get to know you better. This Christmas. Welcome back. You're listening to the Pet Buzz, the best in pet talk radio. I'm petrandologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian, Dr. Michael Fleck. You know, tis the season for giving. Yes. And if you're like us, your gift list includes your pets. Picking out presents is hard enough, especially since your dog or cat can't speak up about what they really <laughs> want this year. I know what I want, but... Mm. That's a hint, Dr. Mm, Flack. Well, mm, to make it easier for you on this holiday season, we asked our friends, the Arnold sisters, to help us pick the best gifts for Fido and Felix. Yes. Joining us today is Brooke Arnold of the CaddingtonPost.com and her sister, Brandy Arnold of the DoggingtonPost.com. Ladies, welcome to the Pet Buzz. Hey, thanks for having us. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay, Brooke, let's start out with you first. Um, what am I going to find at the CaddingtonPost.com? Well, we call the Caddington Post the internet newspaper all about cats. And basically, if you go there, you're going to find the latest cat news, of course, but you're also going to find advice columns health information, tips and tricks, and basically anything you need to know about cats. Awesome. Brandy, now it's your turn. How about DoggingtonPost.com? Sure. Uh, the Doggington Post is, uh, obviously it's similar, but with a focus on all things dogs. Um, so we have lifestyle and advice columns, health and wellness, news, um, and then also a lot of training advice. So, um, yeah, it's a kind of an all-inclusive everything about dogs, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. So now we have these two sisters who yes. have the dog and the cat yes. thing tin post. Yes. So we're excited to have you guys here. So let's talk pet presents. Brandy, dogs like toys. So what are some of the best toy gifts this holiday season? Toys are always a big hit for gifts for dogs, obviously. Um, this year, um, pet parents are starting to understand more about the importance of providing mental stimulation to their dogs. Um, so interactive toys and puzzle games are kind of a, a big deal this year. Um, the uh, dog puzzles from Nina Otteson are a good like, beginner brain game kind of a toy. Uh, those are kind of in the range of about $15 to $20. Uh, they're good for getting your dog problem solving, thinking they're great for building confidence. And um, a lot of them kind of dispense treats and really, really good toy choices. Yeah, um, th those are great yeah. toys. And you yeah. know what's great about them too, Dr. Fleck, is that you can put your pet's meal in them, whether it's dry food or even wet food, because mm. a lot of them have caps, mm -hmm. right, Brandy? Yeah, absolutely. That's one of my dogs eats that way. It keeps them from scarfing his food too fast, and um, they feel full faster, so it's great for dieting dogs, and they love it. <laughs> it's just fun. Um, another interactive toy idea that's new brand new this year, I think they just released them for sale, is called the iDig. Um, it's perfect for dogs that like to dig. It's, uh, you, you hide toys and treats under all these different flaps of fabric, and then your dog gets to dig around and find things and pull them out. I have a digger, so this is, I'm so excited to try this. Um, this one runs about $80, which is kind of on the higher end of the toy budget for dogs, but if it saves your garden, it's worth every penny. <laughs> um, Fingers crossed. Um, and then also any toys that encourage playing together. Uh, as you know, you are your dog's most favorite toy. So tug toys, ball launchers, anything that involves playing together with the dog is a great, great toy. Um, like the Chuck It ball launcher. Those are around $10. Those are always a big hit. And now, Brooke, what about cat gifts? So I recently discovered a cat toy that I'm obsessed with. 
but more importantly, my cats are obsessed with it. It's kind of a cross between a cardboard box, a paper bag, and a cat tunnel. And if anybody has cats, you know that these things are all winners. Um, it's called the Hide and Sneak. Found it on Amazon for less than $15, and all six of my cats love it. I'm digging um, it. it $15. 15 bucks. I'm digging yeah. it. Hide and seek. Okay. <laughs> Hide and sneak. Yep. Um, but really when it comes to toys, you have to really take into account how your cat likes to play because they're not, not all toys work for all kinds of cats. So for example, um, some cats like to swat at things that are flying through the air. So one toy, like the bird is always a winner. <gasps> you can pick one up for around 12 bucks. My fave. The flapping wing. Cats go crazy trying to catch it. But then there are some cats who couldn't care less about flying feathers. I have, like, my cat Olivia. She completely ignores anything that's flying over her head. But the minute it touches the ground, she goes completely bonkers. So for a cat like that, um, catnip kickers, anything that rolls around on the floor, her favorite toys are presidential parody catnip toys. Mm -hmm. Um, they're almost as big as she is and she carries them around the house in her mouth, screaming at the top of her lungs. (laughs) Hilarious. We have the whole set. (laughs) Those cost about $10. You know what I think is hilarious that you and Tay Tay, that's Taylor Swift, both have a cat named (laughs) Olivia, except she has a cat named Taylor Olivia Benson, like the character from NYPD blue. Oh, and then you have, you have your own Olivia. She's just Olivia P. Arnold. (laughs) Olivia P. Arnold. Cool. Well, you know, Charlotte and I both love stocking stuffers. We're going to have seven of them up so for our cats and dogs. So, Brooke, what am I going to put in it? No, you first. we have eight. We have eight? seven dogs and a cat. That's oh, eight. Oh, how soon I forget, yes. How soon you forget. Yes. <laughs> so, Brooke. I love this because I, I totally fill stockings up for my cats, too. Um, cool. And I put small toys like crinkle balls, catnip mice, all of their favorite treats. But I also like to combine the two and give them like a treat puzzle ball so they can knock the ball around and treats will fall out at the same time. And then that'll keep the cat occupied while we're having like Christmas time. Will Brandy fill our doggy stockings? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I fill my dog stockings with um, tennis balls and kind of small squeaky toys. Uh, and of course, their favorite treats, which I've got two 80-pound dogs, so they'll eat anything. <laughs> Um, but I also always chew in or throw in, I'm sorry, a long-lasting chew treat, uh, like a Himalayan chew or an antler or something to keep them happy and entertained during the chaos of Christmas morning. Um, and I always wait until Christmas morning to put their stockings up where they will end up all over the place before then. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great tip. Okay, so I have one last question for you ladies. Pet tech products are so hot right now. So, Brooke, name, like, one great pet tech gift. Okay, so there's this uh, pet chat camera. It runs mm-hmm. about 400 bucks, but it's got <laughs> everything, every bell and whistle you can think of on uh-huh. the camera. Uh-huh. Um, two-way audio and video. It dispenses treats. It has aromatherapy. Um, there's even a way for your pet to like, ring the doorbell and call you on your cell phone when you're not at home. It basically does everything but scoop your litter box for you. Oh, I like that. Litter box. <laughs> and brandy. Yeah, it's awesome. Sounds awesome. Uh, it's so hard to pick just one. Um, you know, pet cameras are a really cool pet product. They're big right now. But also smart feeders and smart bowls that monitor your dog's food and water intake and record changes in behavior and activity levels. Pet products are really cool and fun, but they also serve such an important purpose. Mm-hmm. It's helping you discover like changes in your in your dog or cat behavior activity early enough that you can oftentimes subtle changes are the only way of knowing when something is going on. Um, so that's why I love tech products so much because there's so many different oh, there's so many different products. I don't know how I would take this one. <laughs> well, I don't I don't know, but somebody told me that maybe Santa told me that you wanted a mouser. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is that so? Okay. So, I mean, don't get Definitely. me wrong. The feeder is really cool, okay? But I think a mouser would be fun. A mouser is, for those listening, a mouser is like this electronic little toy. It's got a flap, and it, you can play with it with a remote control. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's kind of like it's if you it's reminiscent like of twenty years ago. You have those electric cars, but it's the dog and cat can chase it. It's Millennials must love those things. Yeah, and you know it's funny because Price Waterhouse with their numbers that came out think millennials are going to be spending like almost two hundred bucks on on Christmas gifts for their pets, so they can afford this. I'm too old yes. to be a millennial. You know what I love about the mouser? <laughs> it's uh, it's a way for your pet to hunt in the house without actually having to kill anything. <laughs> yeah, ah, that's a good point. Good well, on point. that note, we got to wrap it up. But maybe you'll be a good girl, and Tana will get you a mouser. You never know what will happen. The fingers crossed. And if if you be so kind as to give us your website, website you can find us at uh, doggingtonpost.com and cattingtonpost.com. Well, that was Brooke and Brainy Arnold from the Caddington Post and the Doggington Post. Great girls. They provide great information for dog and cat owners. And I'm so glad they were here sharing the best pet holiday gifts with us. We're going to take a commercial break and be back with our holiday pet traditions. Now, don't any of you worry your heads about Santa. Mrs. Claus will have him plenty fattened up by Christmas Eve. You are listening to The Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We would love to communicate with you via social media. Use The Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. Welcome back to The Dog Show. Up next, we have Satchmo. Satchmo is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right, a group known especially for their couch-snuggling, ball-chasing, face-licking, and, of course, companionship. Now, let's see him in action. Look how he makes eye contact with his person. That's actually known as the treat stare. How intuitive, and now he appears to be excitedly turning in circles. Ah, the happy dance will come in with this group. But really, the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Satchmo is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. Just hear the sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather for sleigh right together with you. I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. And I'm petronologist Charlotte Reed. Here at the Pet Buzz, we are urban, suburban, and, and country. country. You know, the holidays are a perfect time to think about traditions. Many pet owners establish traditions with their cats, dogs, and other pets. We're going to share some of our pet traditions with you. Now, I made a list of 31 pet traditions, but for time length or <laughs> show purposes, I'm only going to do 10. You could find the rest of the traditions on our social media channels. So let's start out with one of my favorites. Number one, include your pet in the annual holiday photo. Pets are members of the family, so include them in the family's annual photo for Christmas cards. Absolutely. Number two, hang a pet advent calendar. And we've got one right here in the studio. Yes, we do. Uh, hang a pet advent calendar to count the down days in anticipation of Christmas. Mm -hmm. Make sure your calendar has large enough doors, boxes, or flaps in which you can insert a small gift, such as a treat and small toys each Day. I like that. Number three, provide your pet with seasonal accessories. So if you decorate your house to reflect the holiday spirit, celebrate the season with holiday pet accessories. Give Fido or Felix seasonal pet beds, toys, collars, leashes, harnesses, bandanas, and more. That could even mean bowls. See those bowls I've yep. got right there? Yep. Got a red bowl from Loving Pets and then a really kind of cool ceramic bowl that says it's the most wonderful time of the year. Your favorite, Dr. Fleck, yep. hang pet stockings. When it comes time to hanging your stockings, make sure not to leave out your fin furry or feathery friends. You can buy a personalized or themed pet stocking for your nice pets. Great. Naughty pets don't get stockings. Oh, that's too bad. Hmm. Well, number five then. <laughs> Take your dog to a holiday pet event. Mm -hmm. 
So many communities have holiday pet parades, as we know, and bazaars, which benefit local pet charities. Mm -hmm. Revel in the day. Visit the vendor, shop for pet gifts, and enjoy being part of the pet community. During most of these events, though, there are costume contests, which in most cases you can participate in free or maybe just for a small fee. Now, you remember a few years ago, I went to the Santa Paws event here yes. in Sarasota. Yes. And actually, Andrew, I won the costume contest. Yes. Oh, nice. Yes, it was great. We see the trophy over and over again. I know. I just love it. It made me feel so good. I just looked... I, ugh. So happy. Well, if you've just joined us, we're sharing some of our favorite holiday pet traditions. So here's my number six, decorate with a pet themed tree. According to my friend, Jamie Warner, the director of the American Christmas Tree Association, Christmas trees play the most important part of the holiday season. In recent years, having more than one holiday tree is the trend. So why not decorate a tree in your home with lovely pet-themed ornaments like we have in our studio? Bronner's, located in Frankenmuth, Michigan, has a variety of pet ornaments. They're all lovely. Order a personalized pet ornament for your pet or a remembrance ornament for a pet that has crossed over to Rainbow Bridge this past year. Make sure the presents under the tree are wrapped in pet themed wrapping papers too. I'm going to post a picture of our holiday tree so you can see that we have all the ornaments personalized with our pet's names. Yeah, Browner's a lovely place at it really Christmas is. time. Mm -hmm. And they've got a variety of ornaments, all different price ranges. Number seven. Number seven. Schedule an appointment for pet pictures. This is the fun thing. Santa loves pets too. Dogs, cats, ferrets, and even llamas enjoy having their pictures taken with Santa. New Jersey-based company Cherry Hill Programs has trained Santas to handle and to pose for pictures with pets during the holidays. The company has offers Santa pictures at some of their 650-plus shopping centers, resorts, and retail locations annually. Mm-hmm. Pets pictures with Santa are scheduled at special hours, usually in the evening. So dress your pet in his best holiday apparel and her accessories for the best shot. Here's one for those people who feel charitable this time of the year. Sponsor a pet. Good Perhaps idea. you can't adopt a pet this holiday season, but you want to make a difference in the life of a dog or a cat. So many animal shelters throughout the country need money to care for particular dogs, cats, or horses who health problems create a special challenge. Perhaps you can't adopt a pet this holiday season, but you do want to make a difference. So it's always a great idea to send a monetary donation to help pets in need, especially the ones with special health challenges. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Bring seasonal cheer to your home. Hmm. Sounds like fun. Uh-huh. Perfect for tables, desks, and shelves. A charming pet holiday-themed wood block mm -hmm. signs. Features a painted sign with Christmas sayings and graphics in various different designs. I've got one right here on the desk that it says, I believe in Santa Paws. Oh. And the other one says, I work really hard so my pets can have a nice Christmas. Oh, That's like your that. block. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Give me number 10. So have your pets at a holiday card. So make a list of your cat or dog special two-legged and four-legged friends and have him or her send them a special holiday card. Have them sign it with a paw print signature. That is so cool. Well, you know, these are just a few of our pet holiday traditions. For more holiday traditions, visit our social media channels to find 31. I know, 31. 31 great ideas. But we ask you to please share your pet traditions with us, too. Right, definitely post Come them, on. tweet us, let us. us know what you guys Give it do. Up. Come on. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of the Holiday Pet Buzz edition. When your doctor recommended omega fatty acids as a daily supplement, he told you that they promoted better heart, brain, skin, joint, and immune system health. Well, doesn't it make sense for your pet to have the same health benefits? 
Epi Pet Whole Fish Treat, an all-natural smoked fish supplement, is 100% bioavailable, bringing your pets the nutrients they need to keep them healthy and happy. To order better pet health for your dog or cat, visit www.epi-pet.com. You are listening to The Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We love to communicate with you via social media. Use The Pet Buzz social media channels on Twitter and Facebook to make a comment or ask a question. Post a picture of your pet on Instagram and tell us about his or her unique personality. You can also write to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. For more information about our show, our guests, and our buzzworthy freebies, visit us at thepetbuzz.com. Sleigh bells ring Are you listening In the lane Snow is glistening A beautiful sight We're happy tonight Walking in the winter wonderland The dynamic pet duo is back at you. I'm pet trendologist Charlotte Reed. And I'm veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. We're going to give you some pet buzz to get you and your pets through the week. You know, family or personal traditions are especially popular at this time of the year. To add holiday cheer to a home, many folks bring special plants into their house and admire their flowers, fruits, or leaves. Mm -hmm. But it's important to realize that some popular holiday plants can be poisonous or toxic, especially to children and pets. So our next guest is here to discuss common poisonous holiday plants, along with some reassurance about plants many people think are poisonous that really aren't that dangerous. So joining us today is veterinarian Dr. Ibrahim Shakri, a professor of pharmacology and toxicology at Rouse University School of Veterinary Medicine, where he has worked since 1989. Dr. Shakri, welcome to the Pet Buzz. Hi, Charlotte and Dr. Mike. Thank you for having me. It is our pleasure. So let's start out with this. What do we need to do before buying or displaying our holiday plants? Pet owners buying plants for the holidays should consider whether the plants are safe for or toxic for their pets. I would advise pet owners to do their homework first before buying plants. And I think, Dr. Shakri, you would agree that would even include displaying them because a lot of times people like to give or come to a party uh, or holiday party and give you a plant as a gift and they don't know you have pets. So I guess you have to figure out where you're going to put it in your house so it won't be near Fido or Felix, correct? That's correct. Yeah, yeah, we know where to put the wine that they bring us, but we don't know what to do with our plants. Okay. Well, you know, it's so funny because I was just curious, and, and, and maybe you can tell me if this is true or not. Is it true that some, that the same alkaloid and chocolate can be found in holly berries, because holly is really popular this time of the year, making that, that plant and those berries toxic to pets? Yes, actually, it is true. The alkaloids can cause gastrointestinal signs, heart problems, muscle tremors, and seizures. However, holly berries have more toxins, and the ingestion of more than two berries usually cause abdominal pain, vomiting, and diarrhea. And that's because of the theobromine, right? Well, uh, both uh, the theobromine and actually caffeine as well. Oh, boy. Boy. Who would think? No, you know, I when would. you think of chocolate or yeah. you think of holly, you don't think of the same thing, you know? Exactly. So we have some pretty crazy dogs. So what happens if my dog rips up a beautiful poinsettia plant? In fact, poinsettias are not considered a very toxic plant in spite of its bad reputation. Its toxicity is mild. It oh. may cause vomiting and abdominal pain. Well, that's good to know because a lot of people stop getting poinsettia plants, especially if they have dogs, and especially you, Dr. Fleck. I know one of the things that we did in your clinic is we put plastic plants in because we were afraid that if a plant fell over or, you know, somebody, you know, picked up their dog, maybe the dog would chew a poinsettia plant or, you know, something along those lines. So now I have to pull the plastic out of the tummy. I got it. 
Right. So now we now will go with the real thing. Okay. Well, if you've just joined us, we're talking with Ross University School of Veterinary Medicine, Dr. Ibram Shakari, about the dangers of holiday plants. So, Dr. Abe, what happens if my cat eats mistletoe? Do I need to seek the advice from a veterinarian immediately? Just to be safe, you can contact your veterinarian. Mistletoe contains several toxins and can cause severe abdominal pain a sudden drop in blood pressure, mm. breathing problems, and even hallucinations or abnormal behavior. Wow. A large amount, it can be, uh, it can cause seizures and even death. Oh, un- wow. That's good to know. Yeah. I mean, mistletoe, everyone wants to, they think it's, you know, you kiss in front of the mistletoe or under the mistletoe. Yeah, just don't let the cats and the dogs kiss under the mistletoe. Well, don't let them eat it. Yeah. Yeah. The, you know, the amaryllis flowers, that's a real common holiday gift and beautiful. very attractive. It's a beautiful. Yep. Very beautiful attractive. flower. So what happens to my dog if he eats the bulb and the leaves? The amaryllis plant has toxic alkaloids, mostly in the bulb. Mm. Ingestion can cause persistent vomiting, excessive salivation or drooling, abdominal discomfort, respiratory depression, seizures, a drop in blood pressure, and liver damage. Now, Dr. Shakri, is that is that similar reaction? For example, if a uh, dog, like, digs up a tulip bulb, is it similar? It is similar because uh, the, uh, the the Amaryllis family is, is the same family. They have generally similar toxins. This is the same also as uh, daffodils. Ah, okay, the daffodil. Okay, cool. Well, you know, one of the things I don't see as much anymore is... Jerusalem cherries. They're very, very lovely this time of the year. So what do we need to know about this plant? Jerusalem cherry is also known as Christmas cherry or winter cherry. It belongs to the nightshade family, which is the tomato family. Oh. It has toxic alkaloids and hyacinth in all parts of the plant, including the ripe and unripe berries. If your pet ingests the berries or any part of the plant, symptoms are usually vomiting, drowsiness, dilation of the eye pupil, diarrhea followed by muscle weakness, and in large amounts, it can cause death. You may need to contact your veterinarian. How about the Christmas cactus? No, the Christmas cactus is not considered toxic to dogs or cats. However, the fibrous plant material may cause gastrointestinal irritation, (laughs) resulting in vomiting and diarrhea. Wow. You know, I'm wondering... Maybe we shouldn't have any, any Christmas plants. But thank goodness we have Dr. Chakri talk, Dr. Abe here in the house talking to us about what plants we can and yeah. cannot have. Okay, so here's a common problem, Dr. Abe. What happens if the dog drinks the Christmas tree water? <laughs> Generally, try not to add preservatives, pesticides, fertilizers, or other chemicals to the tree water, it is unnecessary and can lead to serious poisoning. The tree sap may leak into the water, which can make your pet sick. Remember, contaminated water can also cause infection. I recommend keeping this area covered to prevent your dog from getting into it. I think that's a great tip. And you know what I usually do? I usually use aluminum foil and I cover from the bottom up to the to the bark. You know what I mean? So the pets don't drink that water. And then here's the other thing that I did, which is always really crazy. People think it's crazy. So when you come to our house and you see our Christmas tree, we have a goal. It looks like a golden gate. It's really an X pen. So we put that uh, around the tree, and here's the other tip: we don't even have the tree in the in house. The house. <laughs> we have it on we have it on the deck. But then again, we live in Florida. But the reason we do that is because, you know, with all the dogs that we have and the vacuuming, it's just you know more vacuuming when the pine needles fall off the tree. So it's it's much nicer to look out the window and see the lit lit up tree. But the bad thing is that we don't have any Christmas ornaments. Thank you so much, Dr. Shakri. Hey, Dr. Shakri, thank you again for joining us today. Can you tell us where we can learn more holiday plants? Uh, you can reach me at the Roche University School of Veterinary Medicine website address, veterinary.rossu.edu. You can also access the Roche University Toxic Plant website, 
from the same address. Great, because that that you developed that toxic plant list, right? That website. That's something that you developed. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, that was veterinarian Abram Shockery, a professor of pharmacology and toxicology at Ross University School of Veterinary Medicine, discussing holiday plants and their effects on pets. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Since I got adopted, I've learned a lot about these humans. Uh, I know. I mean, check out these two. It's Flirt City over here. Yeah, I noticed that. It looks like my human is definitely into your human. Oh, look. I think she's getting his number. Nice. Your human's got some sweet moves. Takes after his dog. (laughs) Oh, look. They're doing that thing where they put their arms around each other. She kicked up a leg. It's like in the movies. That's awesome. Looks like we're going to be hanging out a little bit more. Feliz Navidad. We're back and you're listening to the Pet Buzz with pet trendologist Charlotte Reed. And veterinarian Dr. Michael Fleck. This is a great holiday edition. Didn't you think so, Dr. Fleck? it was fun. I love talking about the pictures with Santa, holiday traditions, pet presents, and of course, various safety issues. Especially learning about those plants and the effects on the pets can also make you realize you might need to have a little extra money set aside should your pet <laughs> have an accident. Have an accidental have, eating habit. Uh, yeah, exactly. Okay, well, I always hate this time because it's it, time to wrap up the show. It seems like it should just begin. I know, but before we go, Doc, can you give us a preview for next week's show? Sure, next week we're going to be talking pet food recalls, sleeping with pets, and more. And now we have to thank our guest. Special thanks to our guest, Ruth Rosenquist. Brandy and Brooke Arnold, and veterinarian Dr. Ibrahim Shakri. I like Dr. Shakri. I thought that was a great segment about the, those plants. He's very much an expert at that, too. Yeah. And we must thank our sponsors, the Animal Medical Center of Bradenton and EpiPet, making better skin, coat, and ear care products for healthier pets everywhere. We always want to keep in touch with you, so send your comment and questions, as well as pictures of your pet to us at team at thepetbuzz.com. So that we can post them and actually address your questions and comments. Just so you know, you can follow along on our social media channels as the show airs. We post pictures of our guests and our comments as the show plays. And if you've missed any portion of this show, visit our social media channels and listen to the linked podcast on Monday morning. And most importantly, remember, we're here each week to help you take better care of your pets. Peace out and pet love. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Pet Buzz. The Pet Buzz is hosted by the dynamic pet duo, pet trendologist Charlotte Reed and Dr. Michael Fleck. Tune in each week for the latest 411 on everything pet related. Visit our website at www.thepetbuzz.com. Learn more about us, the show, and our guests. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the guests and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the hosts and creators of this program.